miss. David Clark and James O'Keefe at Freedom Summit 2018. Get your tickets today at freedomsummitchicago.com. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy and uh, Cardinal Supich. In the last 24 hours, sitting down with uh, members of the Chicago Press Corps to respond to the allegations against Pope Francis in this uh, 11-page letter that was penned by uh, Vigano, who is a former nuncio, Vatican, um, part of the church's hierarchy for many years, respected George Weigel, good piece about uh, Vigano, Archbishop Vigano in uh, First Things. Um, First, Archbishop Vigano is a courageous reformer who was moved out of the Vatican by his immediate superiors because he was determined to confront financial corruption uh, in the administration of the Vatican city-state. Second, Archbishop Vigano is, in my experience, an honest man. Third, Archbishop Vigano is a loyal churchman of a certain generation and formation bred to a genuine piety about the papacy. It's important uh, to get somebody as respected in Catholic circles as Weigel to opine on Vigano because it's very interesting to see what's happening in the wake of his letter. And this against the backdrop of the Pennsylvania grand jury report, which is uh, the press corps running interference for Pope Francis. Remarkable. Running interference with respect to an institution that did not properly preemptively address the horrors that were occurring within it with respect to sex abuse. Uh, and I point to this Reuters piece yesterday. Defenders rally around the Pope. Fear conservatives are escalating the war against Pope Francis with respect to those calling him to step down. Oh, please. We disagree with uh, Pope Francis, uh, don't like his forays into topics of which he knows very little, uh, labor economics, uh, climate science. However, I wouldn't be saying he should resign over that. No. But people are saying he should resign over his apparent treatment of a known predator in Cardinal Theodore McCarrick as outlined in Vigano's testimony. That's a different thing. And it's not only the left-wing press that's rallying around Pope Francis, it's also the beneficiaries, again, according to Vigano's testimony, of McCarrick and Pope Francis, like our own cardinal here for the Chicago Archdiocese, Blaise Supich. Supich sitting down yesterday with NBC5's Marion Ahern and listen to what he says about uh, the allegations lodged against Francis. The Pope has a bigger agenda. He's got to get on with other things of talking about the environment and uh, protecting uh, migrants and carrying on the work of the church. We're not going to go down a rabbit hole on this. Oh, I mean, that is so offensive on a number of levels. His number one priority should be dealing with this issue and coming forward and say, look, we made a mistake. Because I want to know if he knew about what was going on and if he just is ignoring it or it was part of the cover-up. I mean, we have a right to know. And I'm not even Catholic, but I'm, I'm horrified for the victims. I'm Catholic, and I am as well. And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, I mean, the rabbit hole of systemic sexual abuse that occurred in the church, it's a remarkable way, a remarkable dismissal of something so existentially serious as this. And if uh, Cardinal Supich, uh, since he's full Alice in Wonderland on climate science like uh, Pope Francis, uh, you may want to check out uh, Bjorn uh, Lumberg's piece in the New York, Time, uh, New York Post, excuse me, today about actual scientists 
and what they found about the things over which you obsess, the rabbit holes you go down uh, at the expense of the issues you should be confronting. And if you think that's bad, the first refuge of the scoundrel, we see it all the time in Chicago politics. What is it? Race hustling, race baiting. I've lost the debate. I don't want to confront the issue. So you know what I'm going to say? You're a racist. Quite frankly, they also don't like him because he's a Latino. Oh, so he, he, he's saying we, we, Americans, Catholics, we don't like Pope Francis because he's a Latino? He's saying conservatives, conservatives, critics of Pope Francis, the real thing going on here is, is, is race-related. Because we don't subscribe to climate change uh, theories that uh, Supich and Francis subscribe to, and because uh, Pope Francis is Argentinian, that's what's really going on here. I don't even see when I look at Pope Francis. Who can, nobody even knows. Nobody even cares. The uh, quality of the response from Supich should tell you, in my view, a lot about the veracity of what Archbishop Vigano, uh, Vigano had to say in his testimony. That, those responses tell me, which I already believed, Vigano is telling the truth. For more on uh, this topic, we're pleased to be joined by Dr. Kurt Martins. He's a professor of canon law at the Catholic University of America and also the editor of The Jurist. Dr. Martins, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Good morning. Uh, good morning. So w what of uh, these uh, pieces coming out today? I mentioned the Reuters piece about fears uh, that uh, conservatives are escalating some war against uh, Pope Francis. Uh, Matthew Schmitz in The New York Times uh, writing about the uh, possibility of a coming Catholic civil war. Um, the treatment that uh, the uh, Vigano testimony is receiving and what you think the church's response should be. Well, that's a whole lot of, uh, uh, quite a number of questions that I need to answer right now. Let's uh, stick to what is essential, um, and that is the abuse crisis and the care for the victims. Let, let's put that on the first place. Um, what do you think about all of this? Uh, I do think that um, we will need a thorough investigation, and we will have to look into the mechanisms that led to this cover-up um, that was found in um, the Pennsylvania Grand Jury Report, but also the whole McCarrick case. Who knew what, when? I think that is the big question. And as Bishop Viganos' uh, testimony is, of course, uh, an important and interesting letter, um, however, it raises also a number of questions, and I think uh, it's a good starting point to look into what is going on. Um, all the other things about being pro-Francis or um, against Francis um, are, I think, not relevant. We need to get to the truth of this matter, because this crisis, I think, in my humble opinion, is worse than 2002, because it's more a systemic crisis. Um, we're looking at the exercise of power in the church. We're looking at how that power is controlled, not. And we're looking at ways uh, of controlling that power, that exercise of, of ecclesiastical power by bishops in the first place. And I think this is a big challenge we are facing. But before we can solve that problem, we need to know first what happened. And that's why I said... With regard to McCarrick, we need to know who knew what, 
and when. Well, but it seems that you knew what and when. I mean, he had settlements with people in the seminary who he allegedly harassed, and I just don't understand why he was allowed to be in this position of power for so many years. Your question is the same as mine. Uh, I don't understand that either. Um, Apparently, there are reports out there that state that uh, some people have informed the Holy See prior to his going to Washington uh, or later or not. We need to know about that. And more in particular, we need to know who was informed and why was it then that he could still go up the ranks? Right. And so actually, I mean, so I, I understand the kind of the statement of principle. We need to have serious questions provided, serious answers. However, um, that necessarily includes Pope Francis. And so the discussion of Pope Francis, his handling, what he knew, uh, his future, to me, is completely relevant. And if they wanted to try and turn this into a political discussion or an ideological discussion, then we can have that, too. We can confront that straight away. But Pope Francis's response that you've seen to the media, that you've seen the Vigano letter, and you can uh, make up your own determinations, I'm not going to say a word about it, that doesn't wash. That's not acceptable. And he necessarily has to engage if we're going to get to the truth, doesn't he? I do think so. Um, I was highly surprised when I saw that answer. Uh, However, um, we all should not be surprised when Pope Francis answers questions these days because um, he has his own typical style, which is different than the style from his predecessors. That being said, I do think we need some answers. Um, And pretty quickly, if um, he believes that Vigano didn't say, didn't tell the truth. He needs to say that. Um, but we need to know um, what the role is um, of Pope Francis in this whole crisis. Um, do the people in Rome, including Pope Francis, get it? In other words, do they realize how serious the sexual abuse crisis is and that do they realize, one of the reasons why I said it is a systemic crisis is, if we do not address this, then it's going to hurt uh, the credibility of the church um, on other matters of importance, uh, right to life issues, etc., for instance, to name just one. Uh, how can we speak credibly about that? If we uh, do not address, if you do not protect the most vulnerable that are entrusted to us, I think that is the key issue. And I think Francis will have to um, give answers about his handling of cases. Uh, And he has a little bit of a stormy record when it comes to handling sexual abuse cases. That is. What's your response? You just heard Cardinal Supich say, you know, the conservatives don't like. Pope Francis because he's a Latino. What do you think about him playing the race card as you know a way of running interference and taking you know deflecting from the real situation here? Well, who am I to judge? Um, oh. I think. <laughs> oh, I think. Um, I think that um, that is not answering the question. Um, I uh, I understand all those uh, remarks. Um, but quite frankly, we have to look at actions and at the content, and I don't think we should um, I, I, we should we should 
I think we should have the answers uh, to the questions and not deflect from the question. Okay. All right. Well, that's an answer. Dr. Kurt Martins, professor of canon law at the Catholic University of America, also the editor of The Jurist. Dr. Martins, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. You're most welcome. Thanks. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro 